You got a friend in me. No, Devin, it's it's nice to have a friend. Oh, right. Hello! Welcome to Tay2Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. In our last episode, we talked about Invisible String from Folklore. Ba-ba-ba-na-na-na. A fave. Ah, so good. And today, we are discussing the song It's Nice to Have a Friend from Lover. Mm-hmm. It's Nice to Have a Friend is the 17th track on Lover. Long album. Mm-hmm. Lover was released on August 23rd, 2019, and this song was co-written by Louis Bell and Adam King Feeney. This song has never been played live. Sad. Another victim of Loverfest having been canceled. Sad. The sad. sad. <laughs> so sad. Yeah. Ugh. One day. One day. This one might not be played live, but Loverfest of some sort will happen. We were really hoping for a 2022 announcement, but... So far, nothing. It doesn't seem likely. Radio silence. <laughs> Devin, mm. what do you think about It's Nice to Have a Friend? So I don't know what the general consensus is for this song mm-hmm. in the Swifty fandom. Yeah, me either, really. I don't really see this one popping up a lot on Instagram. I think also since Lover is a little bit on the back burner for Folklore and Evermore, and of course then the Mm re-records, this song is not really on my radar very much, and it looks like it's not really on the Swifty radar either. Mm. That being said, as much as I love this album, I love Lover. Yes. As we've talked about quite a lot Mm -hmm. this is a skip for me oh wow and this might be like my first definite skip not closure or coney island i like the intro to coney island (laughs) and i like i I think and i said that on the episode i like taylor's verse so i'll listen to her verse and then i'll move on okay what about beautiful ghosts i i yeah that's a skip no that's not what i was gonna say (laughs) i was gonna say i don't want to live forever (laughs) oh that that isn't even really considered a taylor swift song to me okay so i'm listening dev's greatest hits aka your least favorite yeah 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 (laughs) 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 also beautiful ghosts is on the cat's studio album so in terms of her her studio albums i see i think this is my first like full hard stop skip okay I think it's just because it doesn't speak to me. Mm-hmm. And it's the 17th track on a long album, and I just automatically move on to Daylight, which is the next song yeah. and final song. I respect this song, and I understand the meaning of it, and I really love the plot of this song uh-huh. and the journey of this song. Okay. The song itself just doesn't do it for me. And that's okay. And I think that's okay. I do really love the steel drum synth Mm -hmm. in it. I did look up the credits on this song and there is no actual steel drum being played. It is on a synthesizer. Mm -hmm. And I I really like the the beat and groove of that steel drum. The ba 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 da ba it's that that's really nice. Mm. I do think that this song fits very well into the lover era. Okay. It is very dreamlike. It is very whimsical and all about love Mm -hmm. and friendship 
and she references the light pink sky. Mm-hmm. Also very lover-themed. I don't think that this should have been cut from the album. Okay. I, I think that it deserves to be on this album because it fits very well in it. And mm-hmm. I know this is a song that she wanted to write and something like this. Yeah. So I absolutely respect that, and I respect where it is in in the timeline of all of, uh, of this album. I just don't uh, gravitate towards it. Mm. That That's my take. Mm-hmm. What do you, you think of this song? I really like that Taylor took the risk and put this song on the album. Mm-hmm. It was definitely far more experimental than anything she had done up to that point. Yeah. And I think was almost a precursor for us to Folklore Nevermore. Even though at that point, those albums weren't even probably in her mind because the world completely changed. They were were a twinkle in her eye. Yeah, but I think her taking this kind of more experimental poetic chance Mm -hmm. was important. And I think very interesting Mm -hmm. that it was also on this album. I do view the song kind of more as like, a little spoken poem about Hmm. friendship and love. I don't necessarily view it as a song. Even though it has a beat, it just doesn't feel like a song (laughs) necessarily. Well, it doesn't have the structure of a a song that we're used to. Exactly. It's just verses. There are no choruses and no bridges. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's nice to listen to. It's easy to listen to, you know, but it's Mm -hmm. not when you're, say, you're listening to Lover and you're, like, on Bop City, you're not going (laughs) to go to this song, you know? Right. But... I do enjoy the song. I don't think I skip it when mm-hmm. it comes on. I would agree in saying that it's probably my least favorite on Lover, mm-hmm. but I definitely like it more than you do. Okay. I think it's ethereal. It's simple. It's nice. It tells a really clear, cute story. And then I remember when I first heard it thinking, oh my God, she and Joe are definitely married. Yes. I remember, <laughs> you remember I me totally saying remember that you thinking when we were that. listening to it? When the church bells ring, you're like, oh. <gasps> I was like, oh my god, they're married. They're married. They're married. <laughs> <laughs> I, I doubt that now from, you know, in 2019. They could be engaged. They could be married for all we know. But I figure Taylor will tell us that information whenever she wants to. Totally. But I just like knowing that, like, Taylor and Joe are solid. Taylor's happy. Like, I think that's really cute and sweet. And this song kind of gives us a clue in. I do think that there is some sequencing on the Lover album that is a little odd and off. Mm-hmm. And I've heard a lot of other people talk about this as well, but I think this placement of this song before Daylight and then after some of like, the really big hits, it's mm-hmm. it's a little strange mm-hmm. there. It's kind of just like snuck in, and it's like, you'll hear it if you want to. Maybe yeah. you won't. I'm not quite sure where else I would put it on the album, but maybe not the second-to-last song. Um, yeah. But it does kind of sum up the whole idea like i think it fits in the themes of lover for, for sure. sure for sure yeah and i like it it's a it's a simple song i don't skip it but it's not something where i'm like you know what i need to hear today it's nice to have a friend <laughs> totally yeah do you relate to it's nice to have a friend yes so even though i don't really go to the song i'm still able to relate to it which mm-hmm. is very interesting for taylor songs specifically like i usually if i relate to it really enjoy the song uh. And this is one of the ones I do relate, but I'm not really into the song. Mm. Fascinating. <laughs> so Gab is my best friend. Oh, And yes. so it's, ni- it's nice to have a friend. And that's <laughs> Gab. Uh, we didn't grow up together from childhood, which is, you know, what this song is. No, we didn't. Is. Even though this past week I introduced Devin and I as childhood <laughs> friends. <laughs> to to, fa- to new, new people that we were meeting. Gab was like, 
oh yeah, we're we're childhood best friends of uh, of the bride. <laughs> and I just meant that I was, but it came out we. And then it was me too. I didn't meet Dev until I was twenty four. Not yeah. childhood. Yeah. However, I mean, <laughs> we experienced things in childhood in the same places. Which yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah, we have a lot of similar but we didn't experiences. Know each other. Also because we're the exact same age. Right, 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 yeah. right. But in the six years that we've known each other, it's been pretty amazing and it's been nice to have a friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cute. The last verse is especially relatable mm-hmm. since we just got married. Yeah. However, there were no church bells. We did not get married in a church. No. Heathens. We are heathens. <laughs> I suppose so. But the line, stay in bed the whole weekend, is especially relatable. We very much like to sleep in. And really, it's nice when we don't have to do anything on the weekends. Yeah, we worked and... this weekend, and I woke up today at 3 p.m., so... I mean, you don't, you don't need to share that. <laughs> you, know, you can keep that to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Just putting out, stay in bed all weekend. Yeah. It's relatable. Yeah. In the scheme of the world, in, in all things, it is nice to have a friend. I will say that, at least. Absolutely. For, for this song. Yeah. How about you? Do you relate? I love all the tiny little love and friendship moments that Taylor kind of chronicles throughout the song, and I find them all pretty relatable and visual. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're a kid, it's something really as simple as, like, sharing something with a friend. In this song, it's a glove, but sharing anything, or, like, playing video games that, like, solidify friendship. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, they like Mario Kart 2? Awesome. You know? Oh, Super Smash Brothers? Great. Yeah. Even, like, this weekend making some friends, like, it was, like, talking about video games, like, from our childhood. And we're like, oh, we just made a friend. Yeah. (laughs) And so that's really cute and relatable. Um, And, like, sleeping in tents, though I never, like, camped camped. I did sleep in tents in friends' backyards. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, all these tiny little details she has are super cute and relatable. And then, like, as you get older in the next verse, that excitement of having no curfew, getting to know people more deeply, like, playing 20 questions, and then, like, the little ways you flirt, like, having the nerve to touch someone's hand. Like, it's all such visual moments that, like, I feel like you can kind of connect too, which For is sure. really cool. But then, of course, I most relate to the marriage verse and just like about how a person can feel like home. It doesn't have to be a place because you are definitely that for me. <laughs> and also, you are my best friend, which I just think is the coolest thing ever. For sure. You know, to get to spend so much time and be married to your best friend is really cool, you know? Yeah. So it's really special. And I do like that aspect of this song i think it's really sweet yeah absolutely well now we get to the segment of gossip It's Nice to Have a Friend chronicles a friendship to romance arc from childhood to adulthood that is reminiscent of Mary's song Oh my 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 oh, from debut so good yeah, which is such a sweet song. Uh, and that one was written about, uh, I think, neighbors of Taylor's that met when they were cute. children. Yeah. So it's very reminiscent of that, that like growing up friendship, like falling in love kind mm-hmm. of story. But because each verse of the song is kind of about a different phase of life and friendship, childhood, adolescence, early adulthood, marriage, each verse could also stand on its own about how important companionship and friendship is. Sure. Writer Louis Bell and producer Frank Dukes also worked on Afterglow and I Forgot That You Existed on Lover, which I think is interesting because those are all three pretty different songs. Very different, yeah. So it's fascinating. And those two are known for huge hits such as Camila Cabello's Havana and Jonas Brothers' Sucker, among others. But those were like 
massive yeah, hit. Yeah, and very different from It's Nice to Have a Friend. Yeah, so I think it's super interesting, just this wide span, and also Taylor working with these huge prop producers and being like, let's make this yeah. song. Fascinating. Really cool collaboration. The song samples the youth choir of the Regent Park School of Music from Toronto, singing a song called Summer in the South. Regent Park School of Music is a community school from the producer Frank Duke's home city, which helps children develop by involving them in music. Oh, wow. Yeah. So Duke sampled the youth choir because it generates income for the school's youth program. Wow. Yeah. So he said, we made it so that the proceeds from the sales of the library go to fund the school. Beyond that, when it gets sampled, money from the sample clearances and the royalties, which could be longstanding and pretty significant over time, would go to sustain the program. That's awesome. Yeah, which I, I think is so cool. That is so cool. Also, wow. imagine being in that choir yeah. and knowing that you're featured on a Taylor Swift yeah, song. Yeah, right? That's so cool. That's my angelic voice Yeah, in and you were in choirs, right? Or yeah. No? Yeah, so yeah. like that could have been you as a that kid. That could have been me. How cool is that? Ugh. Yeah, so I think that's really cool. Also, I just think it's awesome that it goes back to this yeah, school. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's, I think, one of the coolest things ever. And then also, given that fact... The song was actually used in the trailer for the movie Abominable. It was an animated feature by DreamWorks. I don't think it was actually used in the movie. I think just for the trailer. But I remember it coming out pretty soon after Lover. And I was like, oh my god, it's it's nice to have a friend. Cool. I have plans to watch the movie. But right now it's not free. So wasn't able to watch it. Sad. Um, I mean, I guess I could pay for it. But, you know, there's so many movies out there right now. But the trailer looks really cute. And it's kind of like the Abominable Snowman making friends with this little girl yeah. and it's so cute with this song to, to the point that like i got emotional just watching the trailer huh. so i want to see the movie but i'm like oh no is this gonna be one of those where i cry because the bottom of snowman is so misunderstood probably yeah animated movies always get me yeah. you know but i thought that was really cool because that trailer which was seen widely like the proceeds and like the fact that they the dreamworks use that song it's yeah. going to this school yeah so i thought that was really cool that's awesome it's nice to have a friend is the shortest song on lover and i believe it's taylor's shortest recorded song oh i tried to verify that and i like checked a few things but i could be wrong on that but i do think it's two minutes and 30 seconds yeah so it's very short very song. short yeah and a really cool fact that one of our listeners sent to me on Instagram a few weeks ago is that the meaning of the name Alwyn, which is Joe's last name, is wise friend. Yep. Oh. So it's nice to have a friend. It's really Taylor saying it's nice to have Joe, which I love. Oh. I think that's so cool. Thank you for sending that to wow. us. Wow. It's like that was kind of mind blowing. I was like, okay, this is perfect. Ugh. So I love that, and I think that, you know, it kind of really sums up this song for me, just like, oh, it's so cute and sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Devin? Yes. What's your favorite line in It's Nice to Have a Friend? My favorite line is, wanna hang out? Yeah, sounds like fun. Cute. (laughs) (laughs) That was me in, like, high school. I never asked anybody on a date. I said, hey, do you want to hang out? Mm. (laughs) Gotcha. And then hopefully they would say, yeah, sounds like fun. I think that was our generation. Yeah. Like, hey, you want to hang out? Let's hang out. Or or if somebody said, hey, are you like hanging out with so-and-so? We'd be like, like, oh, maybe. Maybe. We like went to see a movie. We might be hanging out. Yeah. I think I didn't get asked out on my first official date, I think, until I was 22. Wow. 
I'd had a boyfriend. So he just asked you to hang out all the well, time? <laughs> like, well, no. Like, he said, like, want to go out with me, which ah. was, like, we were boyfriend-girlfriend. But, yeah. like, there was never, like, would you like to go on a date with me? Oh. I know you did, but I don't think our generation really, like, dated in high yeah. school. I had, or like, in college, a, really. I had, like, a monocle and a corn cob pipe, and I went up to a girl and I said, Hello, would you <laughs> like to go on a date oh, with me? Oh, right. A monocle. Yes. My first official date was my senior year in college. Wow. Right? It's pretty crazy, honestly. Wow. I know. So, want to hang out? Yeah, sounds like fun. Cute. Was basically my entire high school everything. Yeah. So, how about you? What is your favorite line? My favorite line is, you've been stressed out lately? Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) I almost put that in the relate section, but then I was like, I'll be nicer in the relate section. But, like, that's obviously relatable. Yeah, for sure. And, like, constantly. I'm always stressed out. I mean, I'm working on it, but, like, often I'm stressed out. But I think it's cute. Like, they're connecting. It's like, you've been stressed out lately? Yeah, me too. Yeah. It's just how life goes sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. That's basically our back and forth for the past two years. Yeah, it's been a pretty stressful time. (laughs) Yeah, have you stressed out lately? Yeah, Yeah, me me too. too. (laughs) I also just like the conversational nature of the song. Yeah. Like, both the lines we picked are very conversational. I like it. And goes back to your point about it. Seeming more like a poem than, yeah. than a song. Yeah. For sure. Okay, Devin. Uh-huh. From one to ten lost gloves, mm-hmm. what do you give this song? I'm going to give it four. Okay. Four, four lost gloves for all of the reasons yeah. that I stated earlier. Yeah. And it's not a bad song, so I can't, like, give it a beautiful ghost's rating. No. But. <laughs> <laughs> I still stand by that song. Or I don't want to live forever <laughs> rating. But just because I'm not, I'm not drawn to it at all. So four for me. How about you? On a scale of one to ten lost gloves, what do you give this song? I give It's Nice to Have a Friend six lost gloves. Cool. I like it. I think it's a nice song. It's not in my favorites. It's not in my top tops. But I I like it. So I feel like six is a pretty fair grade. Yeah, that's good. Listen along with us. You can check us out on Instagram at Tate Podcast and give us all your thoughts. As we mentioned earlier, we really want to know what the fandom thinks of this song. Yeah. You know, are you a huge lover of this song? Is it not your favorite? Do you agree with us? Like, we want to hear your thoughts on It's Nice to Have a Friend. And did you also think Taylor was married when you first heard it? <laughs> Let us know everything. And remember, you can find exclusive bonus content as well as one-on-one messaging at our Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast or the link in our bio or podcast description. We recently covered Highway Don't Care on Highway our Patreon. Highway Don't Care! The Tim McGraw song. Oh, Featuring yes. Taylor and Keith Urban. Yeah. <laughs> also, be sure to follow or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us a positive review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And thank you to our newest patrons, Kate G. and Ashley Hagedon. Thank you so much. And as always, thank you to our patrons. Y'all are the best. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, next episode, we are going to be covering It's Time to Go from Evermore. Oh, nice. Come hang with us. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab. This has been Tata Z. Thanks for listening. See you next time.